Welcome to the big show. It's the Strange Welcome Bedfellows. Welcome to the big show. Couple of guys here. Couple swoon daddies over here. That's Jack's new trademarked catchphrase. Yeah. Swoon daddies. It's, it's a couple of swoon. I'm a swoon daddy. We're um, the, Psy guys. Couple Psy guys over here. Psy guys. I love that. Yeah. Oh, uh, Opa Gangnam Style. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's who you. That's what you mean by sigh, right? That's not what I meant. I meant like sexual sighing. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. yes. A couple sigh guys. I think swoon daddy. Try got everything legs. on the the McDonald's menu. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's try guys. We're the sigh guys, and we put on big fake bellies, yeah. and we pretend to be pregnant. Perfect. Perfect. I think swoon daddies has it. Just roll it around on your tongue a little bit. Swoon daddies. You know what it. You know what I. You know why I love it. Yeah. Okay. Tell me. It reminds me of some of my favorite bands from uh, 1997. Oh, all the daddy bands. <laughs> the the daddy ska bands. <laughs> yeah. Cherry pop. The swing revival bands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cherry pop and etc. <laughs> <laughs> The daddy bands. As we're we the call swoon it. daddies, and we wear the biggest yellowest yeah. suits. We're the swinging swoon seen. daddies, and it's the and we're both bedfellows, and it's we look like the mask. Um, let, before we get into our episode today, uh, people, everybody, people are clamoring for a beefcake update, aren't they? I certainly am. Yeah, as you can tell by that. Yeah, big yawn that I extremely I big yawn, folks, uh, listeners. You would be shocked at how many yawns I edit out of an episode. This we record so late at night. <laughs> I'm so tired. L- let's get our beef ca- b- 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 beefcake update. Beefcake baby. Beefcake baby update. Update. Where is he? Let's see him. Uh, I think mommy's feeding him at the moment. But beefcake's oh, okay. got a new thing. Okay. Here's what Beefcake. Beefcake's my baby, folks. For who, people who haven't been paying attention, I got a baby called Beefcake. He's a big beefy boy. And what Beefcake uh, has this new thing that he does uh, last couple of days where he goes, Daddy, Daddy. I'm like, what is it, Beefcake? I'm busy fucking trying to do the crossword puzzle. Yeah, making content like, over here, kid. Daddy, Daddy. I want to do, I want to Nata- Natasha Bedingfield. It's like, what the fuck okay. is that, Beefcake? And he wants one of her, or no, he, like he wants, wants to, to do. do uh... He wants to do a Natasha Bedingfield, and okay. a Natasha Bedingfield is when Beefcake takes all of his clothes off, yeah, everything, diaper and everything, releases his inhibitions, and then lies down on the mat on the floor so he can feel the rain on his skin like Natasha yeah. Bedingfield. He's like, Daddy, Daddy, I want to feel the rain on my skin like Natasha Bedingfield, Dad. Dad. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, beefcake, fine. Okay, you know, you're my son, and if that's what you need, if you need to feel the rain on your skin like Natasha Bedingfield, who am I to deny you that? So I stopped doing the crossword puzzle. Yeah, no one else can feel it for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only you can let you in, beefcake. Yeah, I stopped stop doing my crossword puzzle. I take his fucking onesie off. I take his little diaper off, and I lie him down on the mat so he can feel the rain on his skin like Natasha Bedingfield. And then yeah. literally immediately... He just like does a big pee pee up in the air all over himself. <laughs> that's his. That's the gimmick. <laughs> that's the gimmick. And then he's like, ha, 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 now you got to clean yeah, this he's up. Yeah, like, check it out. <laughs> check it out. Check it out. <laughs> the rest is still unwritten. Dad, dad, check it out. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's a good party trick. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Everyone, everyone, I'm gonna yeah. do a Natasha Benningfield. <laughs> <Everyone. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gather around. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you're in the first two rows, you will get wet. You will get wet. <laughs> yeah, is that what a Natasha Bedingfield concert is like? <laughs> I've never been. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think she meant it literally. I would say yes, but I think that might be libel. <laughs> uh, and she is, um, she's hawkish. She likes to come. Yeah, she's you. pretty uh, litigious. Yeah. She's pretty litigious. Don't come after. Don't get the be- bedding heads. The bed heads after you. Yeah, you don't want the bed heads. After they you. will come after you. Who's her brother? Uh, I don't know. Her man. brother's someone famous. Should a... I look it up? Wow, it's been a. I it's wish been a wouldn't. long time. Ew, do, 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 I absolutely do, do, wish you would. Really. Do, 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 do. 
don't need to know. I can't imagine I'm going to be interested to learn who Natasha Bedingfield. You're going to be like, it's Bob Bedingfield. <laughs> like that was worth it. <laughs> it's Daniel Bedingfield. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, great. Thanks for that, Tanner. That was wonderful. Really enjoyed that. Absolutely worth it. Keeping it all in. Now I could have sworn he he was he was a known quantity and i'm looking through his discography and like awards now okay so we're still talking and i'm not about seeing it. anything no i don't recognize any of these songs perfect good leaving it in this has been dad unless you want to say anything about your baby boy um let's see what do i want to say about miles they get less interesting don't they they get less interesting. He's pooping and peeing in the toilet overnight now, so he's a completely independent okay. boy. I, now I could like I could slip off this mortal coil, and he would yeah, be self sufficient. I think much like this. That's that's foreboding for this movie. It oh yeah yeah yeah. We and I would haunt about, him. Yeah, I would yeah. haunt him and Jamie obviously. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about um, something real quick. What can I say oh, about the boy? No, just about the the pivot. But do you have another boy update? No, I just like to say this has been dad, dad talk. talk. It is dad talk. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Sorry. Jack and I decided about two hours before we recorded tonight that the movie we were going to watch wasn't <laughs> a romance. So we pivoted to another movie that's Classic. also not a romance. Yeah, both selected by Tanner. <laughs> you selected the second one. I think this is is rom- this is more romantic, romantic than Magic Mike XXL, yeah. which is what we were going to watch. Um, although yeah. that would have been pretty fun to do. Yeah, it's quite romantic, and I think that like, f- f- like w- what it lacks in terms of like not hitting all of the paces of being a romance, it does more than make up for by having the um, pottery scene to the Elvis song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and also, um, you see two different men get dragged to hell by shadow demons, shadow people. Yeah, and yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's that's co- very cool. Yeah, <laughs> you want that in your romance book. You want that. That's been lacking. I've noticed the absence of it. It's conspicuous by its absence. I've got like a big whiteboard behind me in my recording studio that says, <laughs> You've never Books checked that out. <laughs> shadow demons. And I just had to like scratch it out and write zero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This wasn't a book though. We 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 watched yeah. a, redi- a video novel. We wa- we read a movie today, yeah. and it's uh, we watched it on the TV video and uh, put it in our eyeballs. And it's a movie called Ghost. Ghost. Uh, it's a dad. classic. It's Patrick dad, Swayze right? and Demi Moore. Uh-oh. No, but it does, I think, exist in the Ghost Dad universe. Wait, you watched you watched Ghost Dad, right? Oh shit! No, I watched because that's why I said it wasn't a romance. You were like the pottery scene. I was like, I don't remember the pottery scene. Do you mean the scene where he like, goes through the bus his, and his head, head comes goes up into the in the woman's vagina? I think we only know that because it was in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that neither of us have seen Ghost Dad. I don't think I have. No. <laughs> I think, but I'm going to confidently claim that Ghost is in the Ghost Dad universe because it. Ha- I think it has some of the same rules. I think so too. The Ghost rules. I also the think it rules. might share a universe with the Casper universe. Do you remember in like the late '90s they made like a live action Casper? And was it a real boy in it? Yes, it wasn't an animated ghost. Well, he Casper well at the end ghost. he wasn't an animated boy. He was an animated ghost that turns into a real boy at the end. Here's why I think it it doesn't is is that. In the ghost averse, and I assume in the ghost dad averse, from what I remember of that one Oh, no, scene. no, no, sorry. He turns into a real boy temporarily, and then I think is sucked into heaven, yeah. much like... So that part is the same, but what is different is that they look like people. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. To, to themselves. To themselves and to everyone. Demi sees him at the end of this, and he looks like himself, because the, the light of heaven is, is cast upon him, and Demi sees You're him. saying Casper and his like evil brothers don't look like people? I haven't seen it, but I'm okay, assuming well, they're not. They don't. Don't. don't okay. Fine. Spe- you're like speaking with authority. You're like, no, Casper definitely isn't part of the ghost of <laughs> I literally asked you prior to to going on this tangent whether Casper looks like a real boy the whole time, and you said no, not the whole time. So, okay. Well then, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, look, we can get into what a verse it is. And I think we should probably, we're going to have to talk about what's the difference between a ghost and an angel, aren't we? We are going to have to talk about that. And also, like, what it takes to get into heaven. Um, yeah. What are the rules? Why do some people get to go in and some people don't? 
Because some people get cr- clutched by the shadow creature. Ghost Patrick Swayze definitely com- compels a man to walk into traffic and kills him, but still gets to go to heaven at the end of the movie. But that's kind of a spoiler. Yeah. Let me. Uh, uh, Andy. Andy comp- scares a man so much that he uh, makes a big shard of glass yeah, fall like, into his. He guillotines himself. He scares two people so much in the space of uh, twenty-four hours that they end up plummeting to their own death. Yeah, and and he still gets to go to heaven. Down hell. Let me. Let me run this theory by you because I think we're gonna have to talk about the cosmology of Ghost a lot. Okay. Just off the top of my head here, what if the same thing happens to you no matter what to everybody? But depending on how evil you are, you perceive it different. Like the light hurts if you're like if you're a, you've got evil in your heart. Oh, uh, okay. And it feels like shadow monsters. It feels and seems. I mean, like I think we'd have monsters. to go back to the uh, the 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 good book for this one. The, what the script? The yeah, the script. The oh, the Bible. I meant the, the Bible. Bible. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I guess so. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what the good book says about it. Uh, but or we can go back to the script. What's the script based on? A, a film or a, a book? I think the Bible. Oh, it's based on the Bible, right? I think so. <laughs> Do you want to just Google Bible and shadow monsters and yeah. see what we come Bible, up with? Perfect. Shadow monsters. And just see, it's probably something in there, right? Yeah. Shadow people. Here we go. Okay. Great. Hit me up. Shadow beings and Give me ghosts and according verse. to the Bible. Okay. Perfect. It's a Pinterest board. <laughs> a Pinterest board that uh, links to a YouTube video, which obviously we're not going to watch right now, R- right? No, right? we're not. Or I, I hope not. I guess <laughs> should we? No, I can't. I, I'm not finding anything substantial. Substantial. Okay. God, I'm so sorry. Should we say the movie for folks? Um, we could. I mean, uh, why don't you say that you've never seen it before? Because that shocked me. I thought everyone had seen Ghost. Uh, I, I should say, say to the listeners now, Tanner is completely fucking gone. He's just gone. He's watching this whole video. He's just like, I can see his face, but there's no, there's like no light in his eyes. He's just like absolutely fucking checked out. It, and you know what? I've said this before, and sometimes I think it's self-victim blaming and sometimes not. But I did this. You know, I did this. I said, hey, why don't you look this up? And then what did I think was going to happen? What does the Bible say about Please stop, I guess. <laughs> well, I think I'm finding something here. Okay. What is it? Well, I'm, I have to read. Do you know, when I was editing uh, the um, episodes that you and Jamie did together, I like, I like literally screamed out loud during the section where you were like, Jamie, Jamie, what are you looking at? Well, pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Are it's you looking at Instagram? Right? You're like, it's so annoying. Yeah. It's really frustrating. <laughs> No, I mean, the shadows are mentioned quite a lot in the Bible. Shadow demons that drag bad guys down to hell are not mentioned as often. But they are in this film, and I do think we should say We should talk about the film, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, You'd never seen it. I was surprised. I saw it when it came out in theaters uh, with my cousin, Pip. I think it was six. Um, It was right before my mom and stepdad got married, and Unchained Melody by whomever does Enchain Melody uh, was their wedding song. And then they got divorced. Okay. And when Jamie and I got married, Jamie's dad... In- it's the Righteous Brothers. Insisted Righteous Brothers. that... Jamie's dad insisted that we play it at our wedding. And we said, well, we can't because... Because it leads to divorce. Yeah. Did it play at their wedding because of Ghost? Um, I, I assume so. It was yeah. right around then. I think probably... It was the law in like 1991. Right? Were we all sort of enchanted by Unchained Melody back then? Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I, so I'd never seen it. Um, I thought it was great. I thought it was way more action packed than I expected it to be. All I knew about it was the clay pottery wheel scene. That's fucking rules that you like. You this movie kicks ass. It's essentially man. I've just seen it like, like seven an action times. film. It's really good. It's an action movie. All movies in the nineties kind of were. And it's like ripped. It's really true to life too. I like felt a lot yeah, of that. It's very like true w- I'm often down here, just on the other side of my little podcasting curtain. Here is my Warhammer desk where I paint my Warhammer mini figurines. Yeah. And sometimes I'll just be down here at two in the morning, just painting these things, and I'll just feel yeah. like these warm hands, sort of a like, presence. 
you know, oh, clutch around, clutch around, your around waist. my waist and like come and guide the brush, you know, and then that's beautiful. Is it? Before Jamie? I know it, Jamie and I are just like <laughs> the, the Citadel paints it? are like sp- splashed everywhere. <laughs> just like she's just like oh the the Warhammer stuff can't keep my hands off of you. Do you want to do a quick version of um, uh, your hit segment, which is called Welcome to my Red Room. Yeah. Where where, where was your Red uh, Room today? Where, so, Welcome to my Red Room is a segment we like to do where we say where we were during the sexy part. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was like many people who watched this movie in the '90s. Uh, during the pottery scene, I was burping my beefcake. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, man. Yeah, that's cool. The spit up king of Texas. That's what they call you. <laughs> that's what they call my beefcake. <laughs> what did beefcake think of the the sensual scene? Literally vomited, <laughs> just from like excitement. Like yeah. I don't, I know you don't watch a lot of anime, but uh, uh, sort of a trope in anime is that when a, a male character sees like a f- hot female character or is sort of like sexually overwhelmed, yeah, um, blood will spray out of their nose. Okay, yeah, similar, similar thing. Yeah. Beefcake was kind of evacuated. <laughs> um, let's say the book. Why don't you say it? Because you're a ghost virgin. Oh, I am a ghost virgin in more well, ways anymore. than one. Yeah. Or now, now I guess just one way. Now in only, in only, in only the standard yeah. way. The way many of us are. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's what happens. Sam Wheat is a fancy pants banker. I should say, I, I feel like I don't want you, I don't want folks to feel like this only happens to you. Sometimes when I'm doing my cryptic crossword puzzles. Yeah. Uh, I all feel some clammy hands around coming, coming past my waist, and it's uh, Sarah, and she puts her fingers on the keys, yeah, and you know, and fills in the guardian cryptic <laughs> crossword puzzle for me, and then you know, next thing we know, the laptop's all over yeah. the place, and you know how it goes. You know, and I think there's something about and... seeing someone <laughs> just really like do, do excel what they like. in their craft, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that just turns someone on. Yeah, I like have a I have tr- like I'll be out in the driveway, you know, and I see yeah. my my neighbor Norman is in seventies. Yeah, he's like washing. He's his like car. blowing, the, like doing the snowblower, and I'm just like Jesus, that yeah. man can blow snow. And before I know it, like I'm yeah. over there. Next thing he knows, <laughs> you got your arms. Yeah, <laughs> you just can't help yourself sometimes. Yeah. We're, you know who we are right now? We're every uh, like sketch comedy writer from 1990 to like 1993. <laughs> That's yeah. us. Good point. Um, Good point. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, they, better late than he's never. He's a big hotshot <laughs> banker. Yeah. He's, a, uh, I think, an accountant, maybe. A bank. Anyway, works at a he bank. He and his wife, uh, or, or girlfriend... Girlfriend, but soon to be Molly, wife. They propose to each other. Oh, he's Patrick early Swayze. on in the film. He's Patrick Swayze. M- Molly move into this loft in Soho. It's very chic. It looks so nice. They must be so yeah, rich. I, I think maybe back in 1990, that was like moving to like you could just get a loft cheap in Soho. Heads Bay. Yeah. You know where it was like yeah, I guess so. Who's yeah. going to Soho? Out in the boonies yeah. to Soho. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, like the the scene, the iconic scene where Patrick Swayze gets shot by Willie, um, takes yeah. place on like the corner of Broadway and Prince Street, which is now like <laughs> Lu- the, the Chanel store in Louis Vuitton and yeah. stuff. And back then, it was like uh, like industry building. It like it looked like a, <laughs> a crime alley. It was like Broadway. Anyway, they move into this big loft, and it's beautiful and. Ultimately, I guess sort of a MacGuffin, although it becomes like the, a set piece later in the film for like a wild chase scene. Um, at work, Patrick Swayze notices that there's some some mixed up accounting. The books seem to be a oh, little yeah. bit fixed. So he's trying to solve this issue. Let's say what the beginning of the movie is first, because that I thought that's what you're going to say is MacGuffin, because it's something I'd never noticed before, but the opening montage of the film 
Oh, yeah, it's like a haunted house. Patrick's, it's like very creepy ghost music. Well, and like, like oh, we're the in literal opening movie. of the film is like it's a black screen and there's this like sort yeah. of like dreadful music like building and then it just goes ghost. Yeah, <laughs> like it shows you ghost really quickly and does like a orchestra hit. <laughs> yeah, the the opening is a montage with freaky music where Patrick Swayze and friend actor Tony Goldwyn Carl. are shirtless with mallets. Yes. With like large hammers, yeah. and Demi Moore is kind of there. She too. also has a hammer, and there, and she's wearing a shirt, just like s- smashing things like a a porn. Sh- it's like a porn shoot or like a oh yeah, I don't know, like a sexy music yeah, yeah, yeah. video. I guess it's a sexy music yeah. video. They're moving in, and they I think like they they know that we know that yeah. Patrick Swayze is going to die. Like we've obviously seen the marketing materials. We know the movie's yeah. called Ghost, so they keep doing this thing where like. While they're moving in, they're like hoisting this big angel statue up into the loft, and Patrick Swayze like no one can figure out how to get it, and Patrick Swayze like yeah swings out and kicks it, and it comes back into Kinda the rules. house, and he grabs it yeah um yeah which ultimately is the thing that kills Carl later in the movie, but you think he's gonna die, yeah. and then later he and Carl are at the bank going up the elevator. And you're like, well, I've seen Ghost Dad. I know how Ghost Dad dies in Ghost Dad. I know how Ghost Dad goes. He dies yeah. in an elevator. This is clearly like a yeah. A little bit of yeah. a, an homage to Ghost Dad. Yeah. Um, but he didn't. Okay, so that's that. What's happening with the accounts? The accounts. He's noticed that there's some discrepancies. He's trying to yeah. fix it. And then Patrick Swayze proposes to Demi Moore after they do um, pottery. And do it's important pottery. to dwell on the pottery. Yeah. They do sexy pottery, and it's iconic. It's fucking iconic. Yeah. It's like, there's not that much of it. Sarah missed the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie and while I was watching it today and, like, came back home from the library and was like, oh, did I miss the sexy pottery scene? And I was like, yeah, but it was, like, it was just, like, a minute and it's, like, early on in the film. You know what else? <laughs> I th- I could have, I don't, I didn't see this movie. I didn't know anything about this movie. If you would have asked me before I saw it, I would have told you that he was a ghost in that scene. <laughs> yeah, no, I expected to, That's what I said, actually. I was like, yeah, we saw it, but I think maybe they do it again when later. When he's a ghost, right? When he's a ghost. But then I was like, in my mind, I was like, if that happens, then the only way that that can happen is if it's actually Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get into that later. <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, but they do sexy pottery, and then they propose to each other, and then he gets- um, They go see Macbeth. Bruce Wayne's parents- t- in an alley. Yeah, he does get Bruce Wayne parents in an alley. They go see Macbeth, and I wonder if that's foreshadowing. Do you think this film exists in the Macbethiverse? Well, what are the r- rules for ghosts in Macbeth? Three witches. There's no witches in this. Well, uh, oh wait, unless you count Whoopi Goldberg and the um, and her two assistants. Right, that's th- three potential witches, and we also have. Um, I actually seriously think this might be in the Macbethiverse because it's like if you think about. Um, uh, Carl, yeah, the villain, yeah. as being Macbeth, and you think about Patrick Swayze as being Duncan, Duncan Idaho, not Duncan, Dune? no, no, not Duncan, uh, Banquo. The last time I saw Macbeth, it was Sleep No More, and I couldn't follow it. <laughs> okay, well, Macbeth kills a bunch of his friends. One of them's Duncan. One of them's Banquo. Okay. Banquo comes back as a fucking ghost, right? To be or not, and to be. he says. Um, Wait, no, who, Macduff says all my pretty chickens in their dam in one fell swoop. That's Macduff. Don't worry about Macduff. I won't. It's a Macduffin. It's a Macduffin. I, I was trying not to say it, and then you said it, and I <laughs> I realized one had to. But then, um, so I do think this is is Macbeth adjacent. Yeah, and they, because, they hinted at that. Yeah, so they go see Macbeth early on, and I think that Patrick Swayze is Banquo, and... Carl is Macbeth. Well, just like how there are no accidents in the crime alley where Batman's parents get shot, Bruce Wayne's parents get shot. Yeah. And depending on who you ask, it was either like Joker or like the Court of Owls or whomever. Um, This was no coincidence either because it turns out Patrick Swayze ghost follows this man called Willie. His name is Willie. He ghost follows him. And we've vowed not to talk about this, but it's hard Hard not not to, to. right? To literally, literally, fucking literally, my old um, apartment in New York. He follows him into the the like <laughs> worst, most like post apocalyptic neighborhood in all yeah. of Brooklyn. Obviously, like 
there's like flaming couches on the street. Everything is covered <laughs> in like dirt and oil. Like there, yeah. everyone's just shooting guns at one. Everyone's another. got like switch blades yeah. and, and it's literally heroin needles right across the street. It from is where Jack literally the, used they to live. give the address and like and around the block like... from where I used to live. <laughs> yeah. Now there's a cool taco place there. I guess we've triangulated in the end, didn't we? Well, we don't live there anymore. <laughs> Just watch Ghosts and you can know where we yeah, used to we live Yeah, we used to live by the shuttle um, train in Brooklyn. So he follows him and realizes that something is amiss. Yeah, because he gets on the phone and he's like, Guy gets on the phone and he's like, hey, I find I'd... it. Or whatever. Yeah, so it's, it wasn't just a... It was Murder Most Foul. Mug ink on. It was Murder Most Foul. It was Murder Most yeah. Foul. Yeah. So now he knows that and he needs to communicate that to Demi Moore, obviously. Did we say that he became a ghost? I think we forgot. Mm, I said he ghost followed him. I think one yeah, only does he that. He becomes a ghost. I guess one he can dies ghost and he's like, what's the whip and not be a ghost. Yeah. So I should have yeah. been more explicit. He becomes a ghost. And he realizes he's a and ghost. And then he goes into Whoopi Goldberg's like, studio. Home reading. Whoopi Goldberg is a fake medium. Yeah. Um, except she's not. She's got the gift. She's got well, the she thinks she's a fake medium. She thinks she's a fake medium. And it takes. this is also then, takes place in the Shining universe. Right? Don't you think? You think? Do I think this takes place in the Shining verse? I'm actually f- intimately familiar with the rules of the Shining verse, and no. Why not? Because like the Shining, like the creatures who try to get you in the Shining are very specifically like a type of thing that's not addressed in this film. They're ghosts. They're like they're not ghosts. Okay, fine. There are ghosts in The Shining, but there's like a whole world of people who like prey on and like drink the juice of people who have The Shining. Right. And yes. Yes. Happen. Okay. Fine. Yes. Yeah. You've read all those books, haven't you? Those yeah. Doctor Sleep books and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I know my shit on The Shining. Um. And uh. But but Whoopi Goldberg is so good in this. She is really good in this. She's, she's very so funny. fucking Her name funny is and good. Udame. And it, it's funny because she's been like Whoopi Goldberg on The View for so long, and like whatever. I just don't watch it, I guess. But I like she's just kind of like a ubiquitous presence. But God damn it. Whoopi Goldberg, what a fucking talent! What a comedy talent! Yeah, she was so funny. She just like kills it. She makes the she makes the movie. She's so good at it. Would you stop rambling? I don't think I'm rambling. I'm just answering a question. He's got an attitude now. I don't have an attitude. Yes, you do have an attitude. We had a little discussion. If you didn't have an attitude, you would not have raised your voice to me, now would you? God damn it. Don't you God damn it me. Don't you take the Lord's name in vain with me. You understand? I don't take Would that. You relax. Man. No, you relax. You're the dead guy. You want me to help you? You better apologize. Because oh, I don't Jesus take that from Christ. the guy. That's it. I'm leaving. I, I'm leaving. Nobody talks to me like that. You understand me? Now you better apologize. I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay? He's apologized. I need you to tell Molly what I'm saying, but you have to tell her word for word, all right? Word for word. Yes. He wants me to tell you what he's saying word for word. Molly, you're in danger. Now, you can't just blurt it out like that and quit moving around, will you? Because you start to make me dizzy. I just tell her in my own way. Molly, you in danger, girl. What are you talking about? I know the man who killed me. He knows the man who killed him. His name is Willie Lopez, and I know where he lives. His name is Willie Lopez. He's Puerto Rican. He knows where he lives. Write it down. He wants you to write it down. You write it down. I ain't no damn secretary. Just, just do it. <sighs> He's so testy. And Patrick Swayze makes her go and talk to Demi Moore, and they figure out that it's actually his partner at work, Carl, who's been laundering money, who yeah. uh, hired Willie and Carl to is like rob him. His fr- his best friend and partner at work, and he's also like now trying to like become Demi Moore's boy. Yeah, and he's in deep. He, I think he's like into drugs. He's in trouble with drug dealers, yeah. which is a very 90s thing. They don't even specify. We don't even meet the drug dealers. He's just like, oh, I'll, I'll get it to you, drug dealer. Right. <laughs> I'll get you the money. I've never been in tr- trouble with my drug dealers because, well, they just work out of a dispensary in Massachusetts, and they're all very nice people. You know yeah, what I mean? that's nice. Um, And then they uncover the plot, and Patrick Swayze and... Oda May have this that's Whoopi's character farcical romp through the bank where they're trying to get all the money out of the bank yeah it's and then for the last like half an hour of the movie it's just like die hard it's like action scenes (laughs) it It rules and you see two different people getting dragged down to hell and there's a guy called Subway Ghost he's my favorite He's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> he runs. He rides the subways. Patrick Swayze has to learn how to to, to like 
uh, touch things in the corporeal world. Yeah, there's like world, a training like montage. Cool subway guys. Yeah. Where this guy wheels. like teaches him how to what kick cans. What a great cans. movie. <laughs> you ain't got a body no more, son. It's all up here now. You want to move something, you got to move it with your mind. You got to focus. You hear what I'm saying? How? How do you focus? I don't know how you focus. You just focus. What a fun movie. Folks, if you haven't seen Ghost, watch Ghost. God, it makes me want to be a ghost. Yeah. Imagine how fun that would be. Yeah, if you're a good person. So the cosmology of this movie is if you're a good person, you... Well, only certain types of people become ghosts. And it's people who, like, have unfinished business. Well, no, I think... And don't don't go to the light. Yeah, that's the thing. Patrick Swayze is offered the light after he is shot on the street, and he turns away yeah. from it he's he turns away because he he, he, he's worried about his his fiance yep. but then there's two types of dead people types of dead people who see the light and go to the light and types of dead people who see the shadow creatures who sound like um cat a cat barfing <laughs> They do sound a little like a cat barfing, and sometimes they're just big blobs, and sometimes they're like skeletons. Yeah, they're kind of scary. They're like less scary now than they were then. In 1990? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that blew your little mind in 1990. Yeah. Fucking, I was what? Loose for this? 10? And went and saw that in theaters? God, that was memorable. Very memorable. Um, How about 13 Ghosts? Is that part of the Ghost of Verse? I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Well... How how should I describe it to you it's for you to know whether or not it is? Do you have the the cosmology? Do you have the rules figured out for the Ghost of Verse? Here's what I know about the Ghost of Verse. The rules are as follows: You look like people. Yes, that's true. In Thirteen you, Ghosts, you um, well, you look like you look like, like when you were killed. You look like you look like when you were killed. Uh, you're there because you have unfinished business. True, and good people go to the light. Bad people go to the shadow. People. Um. I can't. I can't remember if that's true or not. So let's say plausible and on that one. Only certain people can see you. Most people can't see you, and you can't really af- affect the corporeal. Well, they use special goggles in Thirteen Ghosts to see the ghosts. Oh, same with spectral. Yeah. Um, oh wait, yeah, and spectral. Yeah. Can we talk about this movie real quick, Jack? Yes. I know we have briefly, been, but yes. I think we need to talk about it yeah. on a different level because okay. you and I have this this blindness and i guess it's it's kind of the premise of the show so you can't really get mad at us for this yeah but we don't really know what a romance book or movie is no we can't We try we can't seem to yeah we try it yeah i made it 40 minutes into magic mike xxl this week and was like oh this is yeah this is six men hanging out in a rv and a couple of weeks ago we we read a porno we just read a porno yeah (laughs) rescuing roxy um I went through the. I, I was like, we can't watch Magic Mike XXL. It's not going to work. So I just went through the i uh, the Apple iMovie like romance genre and fed you some answers, and you gave me Ghost. Yeah. You said let's do Ghost. Yeah. So we did Ghost, but yeah. it's not necessarily. Or I'm I I would like to figure out whether or not it is yeah. a romance. Is a romance. Yeah. Story book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Video novel. Well, let's lay out some architecture. I can do that for what we because think the is. I actually, okay. before we got on, managed to get a little bit of time with the former reviewer of the romance genre at the New York Times. Wow, David Brooks. No, the the other one. Okay, Maureen Dowd. No, no, no. Um, her name is blanking me right now. Okay, but it's a new segment called "Is This a Romance?" Yes, yes. good. And here's here are the the criteria that we need to judge this film by, and all of everything yeah. we experience on this podcast Mm -hmm. one central arc of the story is about a romance Mm. this one's so tricky because i think what you have to do is you'd have to do like a minute by minute breakdown wouldn't you i think the central arc of this story it is really about their love but it's also really about like if you were like (laughs) if somebody if if you were like walking in like on Prince Street and Broadway, and all of a sudden, out of the shadows, a, a scary man came out and put a gun to your head and said, "Tell me what Ghost is about, and I'll let you live." Would you say it's a romance between two lovers? I think that's exactly what happened to the people at iTunes Movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that must have. That's been. how they do it. That's how they assign genres at iTunes. <laughs> 
<laughs> or would you say it's about a guy who becomes a ghost? I would say it's a. I would say it's about a money laundering operation that's foiled by a ghost. Foiled by a ghost. Friend. Yeah, that's that is the best. <laughs> that's the one sentence description of this movie: a money laundering operation that is foiled by a ghost and his friend. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. And there's like a little bit of like a side romance story, you know, for the ladies. And and pottery. And pottery. But, okay, so no, it's not. I don't think that's so, not, right? Yeah. It's in there, but it's not. But, you know, whatever. One out of four. If we can get the other three, I think we're still in smooth sailing. Okay. A problem keeps the protagonist apart. Yes. Ghost. Dead, he's, a, dead, he's died. Got, he's a ghost. Dead. He died. <laughs> okay, yeah. So and he needs to, he can on only speak one. to her through Whoopi Goldberg. Through he sometimes he can go inside Whoopi Goldberg and speak through. <laughs> but it really tuckers and him there's, out. There's a fun scene later in the novel where like they're like Whoopi's like, "Hey, use my body." Yeah, he's like, "I wish I could touch her one more time," and Whoopi's like, "Hop on in, bud." If anything, if I could just touch you once more. Okay, okay. Look, you can use me. Use you. And use my body. Use your body. Just do it quick before I change my mind. And we had seen it before in a funny scene, and we get to see Whoopi Goldberg. We get to see it how it actually is. But in the movie, we see it as Patrick Swayze. Yeah. And for some reason, uh, but it happens. You're still in the back of your head, like you're like Whoopi Goldberg is now caressing. Yeah, him. well, we'll get cheek. to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Oh, and something that keeps happening in this movie, yeah, that is that Demi Moore keeps not believing Whoopi Goldberg, and Whoopi Goldberg keeps having to like reveal details of Demi Moore's life. Yeah, <laughs> and like yeah. it happens, I think three times. Like there's just no convincing her. Yeah, number three. Yeah. So we're good. We're one for two. That's not bad. Yeah. The people involved end up together either happily ever after or happily for now. The say it again. The people involved, the the two the mm-hmm. the loves, the love interests of the mm-hmm. film end up together at the end of the film. Yeah. Either happily ever after or happily for now. No. Well, let's talk about this now. No. Because well, he does say see you yeah, later. Yeah, right? <laughs> Presumably, she's going to lead a good life no. and they're going to find one another in heaven. I think that's neither. I think that's neither here nor there. Like, I think it is implied that they will find one another in heaven, but I think that the where this is left is that they are painfully separated with the promise of a potential future reconnection. Why did he even go back to the light then? Why didn't you just stay down here? I think it's like hard to resist it. I could resist it. I'm pretty lazy. Okay, you would? I mean, that guy on the subway does. Yeah, and I mean, maybe that's why he's down in the subway, hiding from And there's God. another guy that Patrick Swayze meets at the beginning in the hospital. Oh, yeah, he's just he's been like, waiting his whole life for his the wife. The first ghost he meets, and he's like, I'm waiting for my wife. It's very sweet. <laughs> so, what happened to you? What? You're new, huh? I can tell. Are you talking to me? Hey, relax. It ain't like before, you know. It's a whole new ball of wax. Who are you? Well, I'm waiting for my wife. She's in uh, 4C, cardiac wing. She's fighting it. He's like, let me show you the ropes. I'm just waiting for my wife yeah, to die Yeah, let me show you there. all these people. This guy's going to die. He's funny. He is funny. Um, so, no, to that. Okay. And then we now got one more, right? stings a little bit. Oh, does it? Well, I mean, I just we're, we're one for three. We're one for three. Yeah. The last one is so. a little unofficial, but Jamie insists that it's true of all romance books. Okay. No children or pets come to any harm. Okay, well, that's but that's true of like Mein Kampf. <laughs> yeah, well, Mein Kampf is one for four on the romance scale. Then. <laughs> I just think that's like a little bit too broad, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know what? That that disqualifies that um, Grimm's Space book we read. Yeah, like a little zag or whatever got shot. Yeah, and what about the um, the book that we read um, by Tessa Dare? where they kill a horse <laughs> yeah star wars I is think out jamie they killed that tauntaun I think, look i respect the hell and out of those your wife, younglings i think this one doesn't work yeah <laughs> this one can't this can, ain't well it. <laughs> we're keeping it in for now because i think it's the only thing that's gonna keep this right on the edge i mean we're two for four okay. 
You know, like that's a failing know, grade. <laughs> Not to mention there's like a shootout at the end of this movie. Yeah. So I don't know. This feels honestly like. It feels like it's not a romance. If you took the romance out of this, it would feel more like Die Hard than anything else. It is a very romantic movie. It's not a romance. We must take a break. Okay, let's go take a break. Okay. Okay, I think we've said the movie, and we've said whether it's a romance or not. Yeah. So I want you to engage in a little thought experiment with me that we've done, I think, in the past for some of the romance books we've read, which tend to exist in a like part one of like Scoundrels and Liars. Yes, right, yes. Um, where it's a segment, I guess, that we have previously called Let's Guess What Happens in the Sequels. But in this case, we know that there isn't a sequel to Ghost, though there may be. Well, there's a be. lot of spiritual sequels. I think we We've could- named several of them. Ghost it's, Dad, Casper. It's high time that we had a Ghost sequel. Okay, perfect. So what I'm asking of you now is we just take a few minutes for the people who have been clamoring for this to figure out I guess they didn't have the budget, but figure out how we do Ghost 2. Right. Okay. Let me um let me just throw one out at you just off the bat while you're thinking uh that just occurred to me. Uh what's the sequel to Alien? Aliens. What about Ghosts? Ghosts. Ghosts and yes. it's like it's a lot <gasps> oh. of them. <laughs> There's too That's many. That's good. There's too many. Too many. There's too many. To kind of like it's all back. of Demi Moore's boyfriends. It's all of her boyfriends, and they all uh, that's die. Cute. It's like a Scott Pilgrim thing. Yeah, and they're all now, in it. <laughs> now let me ask you a question. Okay, yeah. What's the sequel to Look Who's Talking called? Look Who's Talking Two with T O O. Okay, ghost so Ghost Two, Two, and it's a and baby it's baby ghost. <laughs> that would definitely violate Jamie's rule. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Casper. Right. Dang. That is Casper. Yeah, yeah. you're right. That's we've Casper. Just, we've just pitched Casper. <laughs> and you just pitched, uh, I think you were pitching Spectral there by accident. <laughs> okay. Well, what's the sequel to Three Men and a Baby? I don't think there was one. Three Men and a Little Lady. What, is that a real thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost and a Little Lady? That's kind of the Ghost same thing. Ghost and a Little Lady? <laughs> yeah, that's also Casper. <laughs> And there's no, like, whatever, Leo Tolstoy. Yeah. Only three stories have ever been told. <laughs> okay, yeah. What And so, what are they? Ghost? Girl, girl and the ghost baby. <laughs> um, uh, so this is where, so this actually gets me into my, that thing I've been thinking about, which is what's the difference between ghosts and angels, and, and is it just wings? Okay, and then this now is City of Angels tied up in all of this is um oh god we should watch that. ghost rider tied up in all of this oh right this drive angry drive angry 3d <laughs> tied up in all of this <laughs> this narrative unit it's like stephen king yeah. you know like the webs <laughs> that but are so woven. if we if we did a sequel with the the characters that we have we'd have to have patrick swayze come back from heaven so then he's a go- he would be a, an angel okay type this ghost. is great cuz there's yeah. actually a there's already a, a format for this yeah and it's spawn cuz okay. spawn dies and goes to hell and then satan is like well i actually need you to go back up to earth and be my like avenger and that's the same plot like, as drive angry isn't it yes except so this would be Drive Angry Patrick is a Swayze. Nicolas Cage movie that Tanner and I watched together and fucking loved, and maybe no one else. We saw watched it. it, but... the, 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 we watched it in the middle of the workday. Yeah, <laughs> it and was very memorably fun. Got so shit faced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we bought a handle of whiskey and just mixed it with the coke we bought at the thing, and then just shared the coke like a couple of like. But it was like from the fifties. It was a rare occasion where everyone else who was watching the movie was like really into our antics. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, this is why I came to drive angry in the middle of the day, is to see these yeah. two dudes fucking shouting shit Just at, at Nicholas Cage. A blast. Having a blast. Yeah. It was also one of those 4D theaters where uh, the seats move and oh, yeah. spray shit at you and stuff. What a God, memorable what movie. A but the premise is that he goes to hell and comes back, I think, and drives So angry. this is, Patrick Swayze goes to heaven, and yeah. God is like, but he's gotta I need come you back. back on earth. Or Demi, my, like, Demi needs soldier him. of glory. Yeah. Okay, yes. And he gives him like a probably like a big flaming sword like he gave uh Yeah. Adam. Yeah. 
Okay. He gave Adam a big glowing sword? Maybe Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah. Uh, and sends him back. Yeah. So now, and it, this is just like aliens, right? Yeah. I haven't seen aliens in a while, but isn't it Ripley goes back to like fight aliens? Yeah, not specifically. But she does do that. <laughs> She's like, guys, I know what the problem is. <laughs> it's aliens. It's aliens. <laughs> and they're like, what do you know? Alien 3 is even more like that. She's like, guys, I really definitely know. And they're like, shut up, Ripley. And she's like, no, no, no. It's definitely fucking aliens. <laughs> I swear that it's aliens. I promise yeah. you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think he goes back down to the earth. He's got the flaming sword of God, and he needs to inhabit G.I. Jane's, like, ripped up body. Okay, yeah, we fucking cross-promote this with G.I. Jane. That's yeah. good. Yes. To, like, take down... Like yeah. sp- petty criminals, yeah. And, like, Whoever the the, the villain of the, the demons of hell. <laughs> That's good. I'm into that. Okay, I think. And we they can only up. do it in little spurts, you know, because yeah. you get you, this is set up in the movie that ghosts get tired when they're in someone else's body. Yes. Yeah. So they only have like an hour. It's like crank. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's got an hour to go hour. like stop a crime yeah. to be in GI Jane Demi Moore's GI Jane's body. Jesus Christ. Gosh, I like this. I hope, uh, trademark. Yeah, please. Trademark 2022, yeah. B-Theory Productions. Yeah, we did this one, and it's such a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, and can we get Patrick Swayze for the part? That's the real question. I mean, I think he's passed, but... No, but exactly. <laughs> then he's a ghost, right? <laughs> it's fucking perfect. Yeah. Is it that too works. soon? We'll get Whoopi back. Soon. We'll get Whoopi back. We'll get Demi back. Maybe Whoopi like drives the ghost tank or something, you know? Like she's like his cue. <laughs> and she can kind of communicate with him when he's not in Demi Moore's body. That's good. And just resting in his like back to fluid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like developed some kind of like back to tank where yeah. <laughs> Demi Moore can see him. That's good. Yeah. Okay, I think we fucking iron this out. Um, what do you, what do you want to do next? That's great. We've got a couple. We got time for a couple more little segments or little moments. Well, it's it is a romance podcast, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and we haven't talked about romance a lot yet. We have talked about the like gunplay, yeah, and some of the you know the more crimier and bits, the pottery stuff. I think we should probably invite a no. couple of guests in, yeah, uh, and excuse ourselves. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Sex bugs, bed pots. We will be back in a moment. We're yep. just going to kind of let our Good guests in here. Um, yep. I'm going to walk away now. Okay. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Do you want to go do the podcast for a little while? I would love to. Me too. Okay. Oh, hey, horny tenor. Hey, Haven't horny Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're the two lewd dudes, and yeah. we're here to sex up this sexless film. We're going to sex up this sexless film. There's a good pottery scene, but it was it's not enough. No, no, no. And um, we're used to a lot more sex in our romances, and so we're going to try to do so that. Let me let me set the scene here. This is an actual scene from the film. Yeah. And then it's it's abruptly ended, but... I'm I'm gonna put on I'm sexy Tanner studio exec. I'm yeah. putting on my studio exec hat here. Yeah, you know I'm sitting at I'm sitting at the steam beck and I'm looking at the dailies coming off the editing machine. Okay, and I'm getting to the end of this scene where Carl breaks in and starts causing chaos, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, 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 not yet, not yet. Let's see this through. This scene here that I'm about to describe. Let's yep. see it through. Yeah. Otome reaches out and tenderly takes Molly's hands in her own. That's Whoopi. Otome is being possessed by Sam Wheat, but we don't see it in this in this version. Mm-hmm. In the real film, it sort of cuts and like Whoopi Goldberg is gone, and it's Patrick Swayze now. Yeah, but in this one, it's just going to be Whoopi Goldberg. So we just see Whoopi. We're not. We know it's Sam possessing her, but we see. We Whoopi. know it's Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. we see Whoopi. Yeah. She raises her hand and caresses. Molly's cheek. Yeah. Molly nestles into That's the touch. That's Demi. Yeah. Otome's hand slides across Molly's cheek and her thumb brushes up against her lip sensually. Mm-hmm. They stand and embrace as the jukebox plays Unchained Melody. Again. Yeah, we've seen They start we, to do yeah. something like dancing and hugging and collapsing into one another at the same time. Okay. And then, bang! Craig, what's-his-face, comes in and starts sh- 
firing off his gun. Let the bodies hit the floor. And that's where I'm like, no, no, no. No, no. Let's give it another five minutes. Let's give it another five minutes. Yeah. I want to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're at. Well, can I throw something um, out there? Yeah, please. Reverse 69. Okay. And re- you're going to have to remind me. It's the sexiest, dirtiest thing you can do. Right. In sex. Right. And how do you do it? You, it's where you rub your butt against someone's head. 69 while the they're way rubbing around. their head against your butt. <laughs> yeah. Like the back of their head. It's I I don't want to get into it, but it's 69 but the other way around. See, but that means it's that could mean turn. two things it's because one more like turn. <laughs> But that's just kissing and like touching genitals together. One dippy. If I if I have to explain it to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a possibility that somehow Patrick Swayze gets... It's like a threesome, you know? Oh, Patrick's... Where it's like Molly and Oda May, Demi Moore and uh, Whoopi... Yeah. ...are getting into this so much that Patrick Swayze actually, like, sort of excuses Pops out. Whoopi's body. Yeah, okay. You know, and then he, like, heads over to the couch and it's just like... And then he has to do his, like... Because he can, like, only very occasionally affect the corporeal world. So yeah. he's, like, sitting in a sofa like trying to flick pennies at them <laughs> <laughs> sexually yeah sexually yeah but that's it's just all he can do, do or like you know? knocking a lamp over <laughs> yeah 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 oh that's he's like i'll make the the mood in here a little nicer and he just <laughs> knocks a lamp over <laughs> that's pretty shatters. good yeah. yeah i like that and then i think he just watches them make love yeah you know and it's beautiful yeah and he probably and why didn't you have the courage gets to himself do that off. in the movie yeah, yeah. probably Robert Zumeckis, who or whoever directed this, I can tell you it was actually Jerry Zucker, famously. Jerry Zucker, yeah. What yeah. else has he done? A bunch of stuff. But let me. I've got um. I got an. Uh, a, sexy. I've got a little tag for our Tulu dudes. Okay, it's a different scene. Uh, it, it's early on, so they have two things that like ultimately tip off Demi Moore that it must be Patrick Swayze communicating through a medium and not a fake medium. And the first is that he never says I love you. He just waits for someone else to say I love you, and then he says ditto. Yeah, cool. It's and the second is he like whenever he finds a penny, he gives it to her, and he says it's for luck. Yeah. And so they've tried the ditto thing a couple times, and Demi Moore is still skeptical. But then the scene that really convinces her when it's like she needs to be convinced because the bad guy's on his way and she needs yeah, they to, gotta, to really she has believe to move. that the ghost is talking through Whoopi. And so um, Sam says, push a penny under the door now. And Whoopi is like, okay, whatever, and pushes a penny under the door of her apartment. And he says, tell her it's for luck. Tell her it's for luck. And Whoopi says, Sam says it's for luck. And then, like the penny, like rises up spectrally, and yeah. she's like, "Okay, this is this is like something Sam used to say." And it's fucking the spectral thing happening, and she believes it. Here's right. my here's my note. You're gonna plus it up. I'm gonna plus it up. What if instead of a penny, it's a condom? Whoa! And Sam says, "Tell her it's for fuck." <laughs> Yikes! Whoa! That's probably what it was originally when they like, <laughs> focus tested it and everyone's like, did he say that's for fuck? <laughs> that's sexy. What if he just rolls in pennies and then he's like Penny Man, you know? Okay, yeah. And then he can just like have sex with her as Penny Man. That's good, too. Yeah, and that's got sequel possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can do Nickel Man. Yeah. Um, this has been two lewd dudes. Yeah, we'll excuse ourselves. Thank you for having us again. Um, we love you. We do love you. Um, should we do some burns? Sure. We like to say burns in the book, and when when there was a good burn, and there were, this was a fairly burn light book, but a I of solid captured burns. one. Yeah, which one's yours? There's a very funny scene when Whoopi realizes that she's not actually a fake medium; she's a real medium, and then like all the ghosts in town want yeah, to like speak find her find her and want to speak to their loved ones through her and there's a scene where like patrick swayze is desperately trying to talk to Whoopi to get her to help him and she's like got she's like get in line <laughs> yeah and uh this woman who's currently trying to work with her is named orticia and she is trying to communicate with her husband 
who's or- Orlando who has passed and Orlando like this is how we learn that Whoopi could be inhabited by ghosts Orlando like jumps into Whoopi's body like he's it's like he's going down like a what do you call those slides in the Flume. summer <laughs> yeah like he's going down a water slide yeah he just like leaps into her yeah he leaps into her and then all of a sudden Whoopi looks around and she goes Patricia where you at I can't hardly see and then the loving wife says Orlando is that you and then he says damn baby what you do to your hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny very it's good. very 90s yeah. and then that's the also the exposition where we learn that ghosts get tired after they've been yeah. inside of Whoopi. yeah exactly mine was a similar whoopee scene they're all whoopee scenes they're the funny ones Whoopi fucking crushes this movie man she does such a good job she's so funny um, although at the beginning when they're trying to get the big angel into the loft Demi Moore comes up behind these like big burly movers and she says where are you guys from the New York City Ballet <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that is funny but at one point Whoopi is is out, down on the street on Prince Street yeah right around the corner from where Jack and I used to work yeah yelling up into Demi Moore's apartment trying to get her attention because Demi Moore still doesn't believe that Patrick Swayze is with her yeah so she's shouting all this stuff that only Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore would know yeah. It just asked me to remind you of the sweater that's in the closet that you knitted is too big. And then she just keeps getting ignored. And at one point she yells up, I'm not going to stay down here all day. And then Demi Moore's downstairs neighbor, who also has his window open, yells out, Thank God. <laughs> it's a very, like, 90s New York. <laughs> yeah, it is a very 90s New York. <laughs> I'm walking here. I wa- There's a lot of I'm walking here going on. Yeah. Um, which is fine if you're a ghost because they just walk right through you. And that's a thing also that we should check against other movies that we think might be in the ghost averse is that like it's annoying and painful to be walked through. Uh, as a ghost, right? As a ghost. Well, and they do this thing. It must have been like cutting edge. It must have like blown people's little No, the special effects are pretty wild. Yeah, where every uh, while while Patrick Swayze is trying to like explore his ghost body and his ghost powers, that we he they show us what it looks like to like see through someone's like head and to see through the like yeah. fibers of a door as yeah. you pass through it. Very cool. It's pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up, and the shadow monsters are pretty fucked up too. Yes, very scary. And that's all the time we have for today. Okay, yeah. I guess. This is where the heavens open and yeah. the light shines down. We're into the light. We can kind of see one another for the first time. And yeah. we turn and we just walk away. We walk away. We go into the light. Um, I'd like to thank you, Tanner, very much for bearing with me this week. You're welcome. I'd like to thank the sex bugs and the bed pots and the baby nation for bearing with us. We do love and kiss you so very much. I'd like to remind you that you can and indeed must subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. We have another fucking podcast over there. We're talking about TGIF shows. It's tons of fun. It's crazy. It's crazy not to be signed up for that. It's just $5 a month, and we you would have be such a good time. You're really doing yourself a disservice yeah. and us a disservice, frankly, <laughs> Yeah, by not signing up for it. Yeah. Patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. Join the fun. Everyone's nice and having a good time in there. Uh, please uh, check out our Facebook group. It's Baby Nation on Facebook. Everyone is good and nice in there, and uh, we love it. And we uh, have discussion threads, and we all get along so well. And there's gift exchanges, and everyone is so lovely. Uh, you must yeah. sign up. Baby Nation on Facebook. Rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. And tell a friend about the show. Why not? Hey, let's get some new listeners. Yeah, we're starting to post little audiograms on yeah. our Twitter. So it, that's an easy thing to share with someone to get them into the show. So go check that out. Twitter.com slash BSCC podcast. Which we won't explain. I, I refuse to explain. Yeah. <laughs> All that remains is for me to say that this week we did read a novel. That novel was, of course, Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore in Ghost. Directed yes. by Jerry Zucker, and it was a movie, not a book. Yes. It was the 
movie version of it. Next week, we are going to be reading a book. And the book that we are going to be reading is Bridgerton. And I know what you're saying. Oh, what? It's a movie. And it's not. And it's not a movie. And that's not actually a, movie. a TV it's show. It's a TV miniseries. Yeah, right? but what we're reading is a book. And it's and, and we're not it, even reading the first the one, book idiots. That started it at all? No, it's the second one. <laughs> because we're I went on it. a thing that said... The best Bridgerton is the second one, and I don't know. And that's, I haven't and that's seen a it. Peek behind the curtain. I haven't read it. <laughs> that's how the great and mighty Oz does his on, research. On Oprah Winfrey's content site, said that the best Bridgerton <laughs> is the second Bridgerton, and it's a little book called The Viscount. Do you say Viscount or Viscount? I say Viscount. I would say Viscount. The Viscount Who Loved Me by Julia Quinn. So look forward to that. That's what we're reading next week, and it's Bridgerton. Yes. And I think it's Bridgerton season two, but it's the book. We're going to be reading it with our eyes. Yeah, we're reading it with our eyes. All that remains is for me to say that this week I have been a swoon daddy. Called... My name is Tanner. Okay. You're not. Oh, I thought that you were just saying that that's sort of your moniker now. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> and I'm Tanner. Yeah. From one swoon daddy to another, it's kissing time. We might be childhood friends and I might drive you around the bed. What do you think, outro? Um, I think let's keep working on it. Okay, but yeah. We don't have an outro. I think we're at the trailhead. You know, <laughs> we just got to go down that trail a little bit further. Be very.